Hey everyone, welcome back to the Bitch Podcast. <laughs> I know it's been a while, like almost a year at this point, uh, but last year it went straight to hell right after the end of February. <laughs> 2020 was a lot. Um, and yeah, I have no excuses for that. It, it just was a lot and I didn't record, so here we are now. However though, I have been inspired to uh to start recording these podcasts again but probably not the same as they were before more of just me giving my ideas and opinions about things um but we'll see how it goes uh because i'm back now or at least i'm back for now let's see how this goes so recently there have been an influx of situations that i just think are dumb as hell and i am completely baffled and befuddled by why these things have happened and why people believe they can behave this way. So I have some things I want to say. We're going to start off with Miss Danny Lee and her the baby yellow bone is what he want conspiracy. Because what the fuck was she thinking? So if you don't know what's going on, you don't know who Danny Lee is. Danny Lee came to my um, knowledge. Like uh, I started hearing about her when she did the Take It Easy remix with Chris Brown. Um, it's like... Let me blow your mind, da, 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 and take it easy, right? That song. So whatever, she's a singer. The song was cute. It is what it is. I also know she has she has a couple songs that are like you know they're good. I'm not gonna act like she makes absolute trash music. There's a couple songs that I like. So this I don't know when exactly it all started, but when I noticed that it was happening. It was, um, like, I think shortly after we all went into quarantine in the United States, right? She did, like, an interview or something, and she was at the baby's house because, you know, internet sleuths, they saw the background and were like, oh, we know where that is. Anyway, she was at the baby's house, and people started talking because people thought that he was still with his girlfriend at the time slash baby mother, Mimi. And I think her response when people were like, oh... You're quarantining with the baby. I believe her response was like, oh, it is what it is, whatever the case may be. So they had something going on at that point. I don't know if it was a relationship because as far as I remember, neither one of them said there was a relationship. They just had a thing going on. And she was like, it is what it is, whatever. So, right. Then I kind of like, not that much time passed, maybe like a month or two, maybe a little bit longer. And yeah, because that was like the beginning of summer, I want to say, when that happened, then I remember kind of like towards the end of summer, I think, like more like fall. I, I think if that's the timing, at least that's how the time is the timing is in my head. The baby suddenly was out to eat hibachi with his, with Mimi, the baby mother slash ex-girlfriend at that point, I think. And they were all tongue tying and hugging up and touching up on each other. And around the same time, Danny Lee, here she go. She want to get on Instagram stories, talk about, oh, I'm a woman of God. I know my worth. And then she was putting out that Let Me Hold You song with the Bow Wow sample on it. And she was like, oh, maybe she get Bow on it. But to me, it really felt like, oh, I'm going to try to make him jealous by by kind of flirting with Bow Wow. And she's just putting out this mad post. I hate when women get, not only even say women, because it's not just women, when people get broken up with or you know something happens that is not has nothing to do with God and um is literally just a result of your own actions they want to pull God into it God is 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 this and God is bringing me to another level and I know that I'm a woman of God and I know my worth like girl so I did a little bit of research recently because I didn't really understand. Not that I didn't understand, but I want to make sure I had the whole story. Apparently, what had happened was, right, back in the day, like last year, maybe a little bit before 2020, maybe 2019, I remember. Apparently, Danny Lee and the baby were working on a project or like they were on a video, the same video shoot. She allegedly, 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 this is what I heard. I don't know for facts, but what I heard is that she knew that the baby was still with Mimi and she didn't give a she didn't give a fuck. She still was trying to flirt with him, still trying to hit him up, trying still trying to get with him, being a little home worker. Then uh the reason why Mimi had beef with her is because 
the baby knew, or I'm sorry, Danny Lee knew that the baby was with somebody and she didn't care. She felt like whatever she got going on was more important and that she could just do what he wants and disrespect his relationship. Now, did he cheat with her? Is that the case? Maybe, maybe not. If he did, then he's absolutely wrong as well because he knows he's in a relationship. I don't know that much. You know, I, I think it's kind of like assumed that he cheated on Mimi with uh, Danny, but I'm not sure if that's the case. It might have been that he like, they broke up and he was like, let me go talk to Danny. Anyways, so all that happened. And then recently after this breakup of Danny and the baby where he's back eating fucking hibachi and tonguing down his baby mother, like around the beginning of 2020, suddenly she's posting pictures, hype AF. Um, hype AF to be taking pictures in the sunlight, h- hugging him with her face on his back, d- doing a little weird ass dance while they eating food. Oh, that's my baby, whatever. And I'm not gonna lie, it was a little bit comical because it's like, girl, he already like left you, went back to his baby mother, and then he came back to you, and you took him back after he like embarrassed you like that. But whatever, do what you want to do, knock yourself out. So around this same time, I personally was like wondering what her ethnic makeup was because she likes to say the N-word in her songs. And she, not that she can't be black, she does have ethnic features. There are definitely many, many, many black women who are her skin complexion, but she also does not have to be black with her skin complexion, if that makes sense, right? There are plenty of white Hispanic and Latino women who are her color. There are just plenty of other ethnicities that are not black who can have her skin tone, right? So I was confused because I didn't know what her makeup was. I thought it was just, you know, widely accepted that she was black, right? So I didn't look into it. It was just a thought that was playing in my head and I didn't really understand, like, I didn't feel like it was necessary to go and Google, like, is Danny Lee black? I was like, oh, she says the N-word a lot. I would hope that she would be black and not really out here just saying it just because she thinks she can get away with it, but whatever. So that was that. They were quiet for a while. Wasn't nobody thinking about them. Like, no one was pressed about relationship. All of a sudden, here she comes with a little snippet of a song. She got this, like... Um, she has on a wig, which is, the wig is, um, like a platinum blonde, really pale yellow, not platinum blonde, it's a pale yellow, because platinum blonde is, like, white. The wig she had on was, had, a, like, a real light yellow color to it, like, if you whipped butter, don't, don't ask me why that was the analogy, but that's what it looked like, right? And she was getting her makeup done or whatever, and then she had this song playing in the background. And first off, let's address the song. The song sounded terrible. I don't care what you're talking about. If we're not even talking about the contents of the song yet, the song sounded terrible. It didn't sound like her. It didn't sound like any of her previous projects. I don't know who gassed her to to sing in that weird, like high pitch, almost screechy uh, tone. And then she started like rapping the song, like that just. The whole thing, the way it sounded, was terrible to begin with. It should have never been made. It definitely should have never been released because it just was not up to par. Then we're talking about the lyrics. Lyrics to the song are, Yellow Bone is what he want. Said he need a lit bitch, so he had to switch, switch. Those are the lyrics to the song, right? So here's the issue that people have with it. And quite frankly, I understand where they're coming from because colorism is an issue and it should not be perpetuated by anybody that is benefiting off of black culture, black audience, black dollars. I assure you that the little white girls listening to Taylor Swift are not checking for Danny Lee. The people who are playing her songs are black women. I assure you, if you look at her demographics of who's listening to her music, mainly black women. She doesn't sing in Spanish. So I'm not going to, I don't feel like her presence would be largely Hispanic. I would say it's probably mostly urban black women and probably urban Hispanic women, most likely uh, 
Afro-Latina women, right? So, I'm, where do I go with this, right? So, it was like kind of alarming because it's like, why are you making a, like, why are you making a Yellow Bone song, right? And one of her defenses was like, oh, I see people making songs about being proud about having brown skin. Why can't I talk about my yellow skin or my light skin? With that particular statement alone, there's nothing particularly wrong about someone being comfortable with their skin because if their skin is lighter, not because their skin is lighter, okay? There's a difference. If you are happy with your skin because you're light, you are suffering from the consequences of colorism. That is just what it is. If you are like, oh, I'm happy that I'm light skin. That's that's colorism, right? Just being happy with your skin and being like, you know what? The skin that I have is beautiful. I happen to be light skinned. I'm beautiful, whatever. That's fine. Also, considering that lighter complected women, especially in hip hop music, have been revered and held on a pedestal and treated better than women of darker complexions, I don't think they necessarily need a, oh, we the shit bitch song. I'm going to be honest. And then, oh, girls with darker skin making songs that are hyping them up because darker complected women have been put down, especially in the music entertainment industry and in just everyday life and with people of color being darker skin, they've been put down, told they're not ugly, told or told they're ugly, told they're undesirable, told that there's something wrong with their skin. So yes, they need as much music, as much um media, as much everything that they can to hype them up so that they know that they are beautiful. These stereotypes, these thoughts that have been put in your head since you were a child about your skin being dark are wrong. You having dark skin makes you even more beautiful. That's why songs that that uplift and talk about being proud of being darker complected are okay. And actually, um, I don't say preferred, but like, I think they're a good thing. When you have people who have been told that the way they look is wrong, yes, we need to make stuff for them to let them know the way they look is not wrong and that they're beautiful. We don't need more people talking about, yes, it's great to be light skin. It's great to be yellow bone. Yes, we don't need that. That's not what's needed, right? As a, as a, black person quote unquote you should know that then here's the other issue is her calling herself a yellow bone the term yellow bone is reserved for light-skinned black women right you have never seen a caucasian woman call herself a yellow bone you've never seen a black woman call herself a brunette like these are words that are specifically used for specific ethnicities and cultures you don't see fucking, uh, what should I call it? German woman running around here talking about some, I'm a red bone. No, these are terms that were made by the black community to describe black women who are lighter complected. Come to find out, Miss Danny Lee is like not even a quarter black. Both of her parents are Dominican but majority white Dominican, which people don't seem to understand. I've talked about this before. There's a difference between race, the difference between nationality and ethnicity. Those three things are not interchangeable and they all mean different things. And first of all, race is a social contract that doesn't even exist. If you look up scientific studies, they've shown that race is not a uh, practical way to make subgroups of people because even within race, there's so many different factors among different groups of this, of people of the same race that having them all in one race doesn't make sense. You would have to divide them up into smaller groups, but that's neither here nor there. We're not going to get into that. I'm going to give you a quick rundown, right? Race is right now described as, it was the physical characteristics, skin color, that will define you as like one larger group. So like black, white, Asian, Native American, that type of thing, right? Then you have nationality. Nationality is what country do you come from? Nationality is what country you come from. If you 
live in England, you are English. If you live in Ghana, you are your nationality is Ghanaian. If you live in Japan, your nationality is Japanese. If those are places that you're from. I live in America. I am an American. Ethnicity is kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. Ethnicity is almost like culture, right? There are are subgroups of ethnicities within races. So, for example, you have the race of black people, and ethnicity is Hispanic people. You can be a black Hispanic person, and like things like that, right? I hate when people go, we're gonna use we're gonna use Dominican because Danny Lee is Dominican. And don't y'all be in my comments or anything dragging me for my explanation of race, ethnicity, and nationality because I did this on the fly. I know the difference. Sometimes I have a hard time describing things in ways that other people will understand. But anyways, we're gonna use Dominican as an example because Miss Danny Lee is Dominican. When you ask somebody where you're from, they're like, oh, what are you? And you go, I'm Dominican. Okay. You can be culturally Dominican if your parents are from Dominican Republic and they raised you in the culture of Dominican Republic, but nationality-wise, you're American. You can be nationality-wise and culturally Dominican. You can be from Dominican Republic and obviously raised in Dominican culture. But Dominican itself is not a race. You can be a white Dominican. You can be a Black Dominican, hell, you can be Asian Dominican. Even in Jamaica, you could be a white Jamaican. You could be a black Jamaican. You could be a Asian Jamaican. This is this is like this is the thing that gets on my nerves. Because people are like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not white. Okay, well you're not black. Well, I'm not black either. So what are you? I'm Dominican. That is not a race. <laughs> that is not. And it's not even just Dominican. There's plenty of other, especially. I feel like Hispanic islands do this a lot. Like, oh, I'm Puerto Rican. Okay, you could be a white Puerto Rican. You could be a black Puerto Rican. I have a cousin who is very dark-skinned, and he is Puerto Rican. His mother is Puerto Rican. He lived in Puerto Rico. So he is a black Puerto Rican. Like, am I making sense here? I hope I'm making sense. Anyways, so, yes. She is predominantly a white Dominican, right? And people also need to realize too, especially with um, the Latin American countries, a lot of them are going to be a mix. There's going to be a mix of the original Native Americans that were there, um, the white settlers that came and colonized, and the African slaves that were brought there by the white settlers. Because if you didn't know, 95% of all slaves taken from Africa were sent to Latin America and South America. Only 5% of them made it to America. So most of the slaves were sent to the Caribbean islands and to South America. So anybody there who's born there, more than likely they're going to have a generous or a decent mix of all three of those races, black, what the white settlers and the natives that were already there, which is why they tend to have somewhat of like a nice tan, like a light tan to their skin. Um, but they don't necessarily look white, but they definitely also don't look white or black. It's because of the mix. But anyways, sorry, I got off track. Her D, she did, she did answer to DNA when people asked her if she was black and she pulled it up and majority of it was European company, countries. I mean, like literally she used only like 20% black and I don't even know if she had Native American up there. If she did, it was a very, very low percent, but the rest of it was all European countries. And when you look at her parents, they are also very light and they look like white Dominicans. So it would stand to reason that she's probably a white Dominican. On top of that, when George Floyd was murdered, right? This was last year, this was recent. When George George Floyd died sorry, George Floyd, when he died, right, she put out a tweet. In the tweet, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't have a pulled up in front of me, but the tweet was along the lines of, I grew up with some amazing black friends and we need to stand together. With So already there, she's separating herself from black people. I grew up with black people, not I am black, 
you know, this is my culture. I grew up with them. I grew up alongside them, but I am not them. So she's not, so she's in that sentence saying, I am not a black person because if I was having that conversation or if I was tweeting something like that, I wouldn't say, I grew up with a lot of black people. I would say black people are oppressed of like, we, we, us, things like that. Not, oh, I grew up with them. If something were to happen to, let's see, who what's a group of people that I grew up with? Um, I grew up with a fair amount of Middle Eastern people. If something, like, when something happens to the Middle Eastern culture and I'm like, oh, first of all, I don't tweet out what's going on in my personal life and shit like that anyway. But if I were to put out a tweet to show, like, put out solidarity, I would say something like, you know, I have a lot of Muslim friends and the way that this is unpopular, or... Arab Middle Eastern because not everybody in the Middle East is Muslim but I have a lot of Middle Eastern friends and the way that whatever I'm talking about has impacted them I can really see the hurt things like that because I'm not them but I can see what they're going through like I'm I'm hoping that I'm not rambling too much and that I am giving examples that make sense as to why I am uh what's the word perceiving her tweet as her separating herself from black people it's just the language that you use when you feel you're a part of the group you use language that is inclusive we us together you know i have this type of stuff like things that include you in that group when you're outside that group you use words that exclude you from it i grew up with i know some i have experienced from them i see how it has impacted other people that's the type of word she used, dissing language. So she's not seeing herself as black. So if you don't see yourself as black, you're saying, oh, I grew up with black friends and this is wrong and this, that, and the third, then why do you feel the right that you could say the N-word? Why? So anyway, she put out this stupid-ass song, Yellow Bold is what he went. He said he, said he needed a lit bitch, so he got a switch switch. The baby's baby mother is dark-skinned. You are writing a song, as admitted by her in her bum-ass apology, you're writing a song about him. So if his baby mother that he was previously with was dark-skinned, and you're writing a song about him, and the lyric is, he said he needed a lit bitch, so he had to switch, switch. Switch from what? dark skin to light skin. so now yellow bone is what he wants? Bitch, are you serious? Are you serious? Are you serious? You're not serious. You're not serious. You did not sit up here and make a song praising the fact that he left his darker skinned baby mother to be with you because you feel like being light skinned is some type of accomplishment, bitch. You did not do that. You did not. And then everybody calls you out and all of a sudden it's, oh, y'all are haters. Y'all can't cancel me. God got me. Only God could cancel me. You know someone else who was running their mouth and saying shit they didn't have no business saying, and then they wanted to hit us with the, you can cancel me if you want to, block bullshit. You know who else did that? Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar did that shit behind that woman. Yes, you know what? Defending her for her anti-black com- comments. And then he got mad because he's going to get his ass on a live stream talking about some black people need to get on the winning team and act like white people. Then, oh, if you guys want to cancel me, then you can cancel me. I don't care. Guess what? Where the fuck has he been? When was the last time you heard a brand new Daniel Caesar song? Because his ass got canceled. People love talking that shit when they think that they're above it. But then a day later, who was making an apology? Not Miss Danny Lee making an apology after the only God can cancel me. Not that. Don't do that, girl. Anyways. And then her apology was trapped. Like, she shouldn't even said it. Her apology was basically, well, I said what I said because I was talking about my man and y'all can feel how you want to feel. Basically. Oh, I she hit, she hit us with the I have black friends. I'm dating a black man. She said, oh, I can't believe it wasn't about that. Like, I have black friends. I'm dating a chocolate man. I'm dating a chocolate man is what she said. She said, I was talking about my man. Yellow bone is what he want. Yellow bone is what he got. And then she pointed to herself. Bitch, you got to be brain dead. There's no way you talk to your publicist and you put this shit out. There's no way. You're not taking accountability for the fact that, oh, it was inappropriate. 
you're not taking accountability for okay i understand why there is no need for a song talking about how great yellow bones are oh you didn't there's no accountability for i understand why i should not be calling myself a yellow bone it was all just excuses about why i should be able to say what i want to say about skin color and talk down about him having had a dark skinned baby mother that's what it was so she did all that clowned herself she was quiet for the longest time and then we find out like two days ago that these motherfuckers broke up because she decided to get on instagram and put on her little instagram story officially single as if somebody was checking but she wanted us to know so naturally after you done embarrassed yourself you done embarrassed yourself with this yellow bone bullshit, you done ruined your career because, again, like I said, I would be willing to bet large amounts of money that her main demographic of people who listen to her music, who stream her shit, are black women and probably Afro-Latinas, women of color who are of the darker complexion. I guarantee you that is her main audience. And now you've put out a song talking about yellow bone is what he want. He need a lit bitch, so he had to switch switch, as in had to switch to a yellow bone for a lit bitch. You have alienated your audience. Black women, they don't fuck with you now because you put out a song that implies that you think that you being light-skinned and being non-black, because that's what you are, is better than them. So now your career is done. I would not be surprised if she started putting out songs in Spanish. I would not. But you done ruined your career behind this shit and barrassed yourself all over social media for a man that already left you once and went back to his baby mother. And now you want to put on social media right after your stupid ass scandal. Oh, I'm single as if what? People's going to pat you on the back. Like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry for you. No, you're fucking dumb. You should have never did what you did. You, he broke up with you. That was go- that's what was going to happen anyway. And now you look even dumber than you were before. And then, then, of course, the black community, I feel like clowning people when they do stupid shit is a cultural thing. It's not because we're mean. It's not because we're trying to hurt anybody's feelings. That's just how we deal with shit. Uh, we can get into a whole conversation about how black people deal with trauma based upon how many hundreds of years black people have been in trauma in America. But one, I feel like one of the ways that black people deal with trauma to get through the shit that happened is we crack jokes about stuff. And when you fuck up, we got to crack jokes to laugh about it. We expecting you to laugh with us. That's a black thing. Like when Nate Robinson got knocked out by Jake Paul and everybody was cracking jokes, it wasn't because we were trying to be mean to Nate. It's part of the culture. All right. He, we knew he was okay. You did something silly. We're going to crack jokes. It's just what happens. So naturally, since she want to profit off black culture and say the N word and, oh, I'm black, I'm white, I'm everything. And I'm dating a beautiful chocolate man. And I'm a yellow bone. What's going to happen since you embarrassed yourself? Oh, we're going to crack jokes. Naturally, everybody was under her post. Oh, so yellow bone is not what he want? That's not what he want? Like, come on, this is to be expected. Here she go. Oh, is this what you guys are going to do? Seriously, get over it. Either come up with something better or get out my comments. Ma'am, you set yourself up for this. You set yourself up for this L. You did. You really did. So I don't understand why you're really mad. Like, you set yourself up for this. And then, of course, she hit us with the Instagram story of God. (laughs) She hit us with God again. When God puts you in certain circumstances, it's because he's raising you to another level. God don't have shit to do with you being a homewrecker, ma'am. Also, what other level is he bringing you to by the baby breaking up with you? Is he bringing you to the level where you start seeing men who are available and are not with somebody? Is he bringing you to the level of men who don't care about you being a yellow bone? Like, what level are you getting brought to? Let me know. Let me know. Because I want to know. Since you want to tell everybody. Just straight up foolishness. Ridiculousness. I just... uh, Honestly, it's hilarious. Because it's like... You did all of that for him to do what everybody knew he was going to do. Leave your ass. Girl, bye. I hope you saved up enough money from whatever you were doing and invested it properly. Because I don't foresee a American 
uh, music career, the way she's been having it, going much further after she decided that Yellow Bone is what he wants. So let's see how that plays out. Next up on the docket, we're going to talk about everybody's favorite app, Clubhouse. <laughs> because apparently everybody's fucking on it nowadays. Um, so if you don't know, Clubhouse is like a new social media app where it's nothing but chat rooms. And technically, it's a closed app. You can only get on the app if you have been invited by somebody that's already on the app. And you have to have an iPhone. Now, from my understanding, Clubhouse was originally used for people that were in tech and people who do a lot of like cryptocurrency and stuff and like investing. And um, I believe the founder is even in tech. And then it, it began to branch out to other kind of other industries such as music and fashion. So I am on Clubhouse. The reason why I'm on Clubhouse is because I run a production comp a music production company and I own two fat clothing lines. So I'm on there to network, talk to other people who know better than me who have accomplished things who can give me advice, right? Now the whole point of Clubhouse, from what I'm understanding, is to do that, to network to learn from people who have great success in these areas, to hear from people who have insight that can help you to to uh, foster kind of like business relations. It's not a social, as far as what I, what I understood it was for when I first got on Clubhouse, it's not really just for social interaction like um, Instagram or Twitter maybe. You can go on there, you can take lessons like learning language lessons you can learn all about cryptocurrency there are some really like accomplished people on clubhouse who get in rooms and really talk about their expertise their or their area of expertise and like stuff that you otherwise would not have access to you would not have access to this person if it if you weren't on clubhouse my issue is well i have two issues one there are way too many people, at least on the music industry side of Clubhouse, which honestly, I'm not surprised knowing how the music industry operates. There are way too many people on Clubhouse claiming to be experts and professionals in their field who know what they're talking about and can get you somewhere that actually can't. They're just talking their talk, talking that shit, pretending like they know what's going on, but they're really not that guy. They just want to feel powerful. And two... I feel like there's too many people on Clubhouse now that don't need to be up there. See, the issue, I feel like, with the general public is that everybody feels like they're entitled to be in certain places. And that is not the case. Everybody is not entitled to be in certain places. Everybody is not in, is not the, does not have the right to have access to every person. And everybody doesn't deserve a fucking social media platform. A lot of people don't deserve social media platforms. A lot of people don't just don't need to have their ideas spread to the masses. But because we live in a society where everybody's supposed to be allowed to do whatever the fuck they want, here we are. With that being said, like, okay, I have quite a few personal life friends who are on Clubhouse and I don't understand why they're on there. They're not in any, like, major industry like finance. They're not in tech. They're not in fashion. They're not in music. They're not in crypto. They are not looking to get into these things. They're not business owners. They're not there to learn from, like, they don't know about to learn from, like, these people that are highly successful. They're just on Clubhouse because what? To just be a part of it? I, like, I don't understand it. Clubhouse, in my opinion, was designed for people who want to learn from the higher-ups in these particular industries. Now we just have people who are there who are not looking to do any of these things, who are just taking up space, taking up energy, and there's no reason for it. Like, you don't need to be in this class. You don't need to be in this class. If your goal is not to be the CEO of a Fortune 500 company, why are you in this class? If you don't want to be a doctor, why are you taking Anatomy 101? Like... Am I, like, are we picking up what I'm putting down here? Like, am I making sense? And that's not to talk down about them or anything like that. It's just, like, there's just no reason for you to be here. 
you're not, this is not offering anything to you of value and you're not offering anything of value to it. I feel like Clubhouse has gotten so saturated, even people who should be on Clubhouse. People that I know personally who have many connects in the music industry. They have tons of wisdom when it comes to the music industry. They definitely should be on Clubhouse talking to and, and giving, you know, I don't want to say speeches, but talking to people about what they know have stopped using it because it's become so saturated with people who are fucking capping and people who just don't add anything to the platform but space. Um, fucking, for example, you're not allowed to record what goes on in Clubhouse and you're sure as hell not allowed to post it to fucking YouTube. I don't know how many of y'all remember, but when Kevin Hart a couple months ago was on Clubhouse. He got into it with this woman, uh, was she a journalist? Because of whatever the fuck reason, like she felt like she was being talked over and she called them all types of names or whatever. And that made it to the shade room. A recording of it made it to YouTube and it was all over the place. And it was like, first of all, this is the issue. Too many people had access to that conversation that shouldn't even been in Clubhouse in the first place because they're not abiding by the rules. If you were someone who's gonna be on, who's supposed to be on Clubhouse, who has seen value in it, who is someone who is learning or is teaching, there's you would feel no need to post it to social media because you're not looking for clout because you don't need it. There's a lot of people on Clubhouse looking for clout, and then I don't know. I don't want to get into it about the argument that was had between Kevin Hart and this woman, but. The fact that she got upset because she felt like she wasn't being listened to. She wasn't getting the response that she wanted to get. And so she wanted to call him all types of names and this, that, and the third. And tell people that they're dick suckers because they were, uh, I guess, praising him or whatever the case may be. um, Is a prime example of not everybody needs to have access to everyone. In real life, outside a clubhouse, there's no way she would have walked up on Kevin Hart in her in his face and told him that he was he was a bitch or not only she called him a bitch but walk up on Kevin Hart with them dudes and tell them that they're dick suckers because they weren't saying what she felt like she needed to they she wanted them to say like even on a professional level as a journalist even if he is not answering your question the way you want it to be answered he's not giving you the intention that you want as a professional journalist that's just not how you handle yourself and you would not have access to Kevin Howard outside of this app. And because you have access to someone that you shouldn't, now you've put yourself in a situation and put him in a situation and put a bunch of people in a situation where it's all over social media. And because everybody didn't have access to Clubhouse, only a certain narrative is getting out and it's making it look bad. And then other celebrities are not going to want to come into forums and speak and give their experience and give people tips because y'all motherfuckers are out here recording shit and arguing with people over petty shit, which is Clubhouse is too open. I'm sorry, it's too open. It's too, too many people have access to it. It's That's just what it is. Not everybody belongs in every space. Not everybody needs to have access to everything. Not everybody needs to be on Clubhouse. And then, too, other thing I don't like, which this is kind of, I think, just a music industry thing in general, so I'm not really surprised that it made it onto music industry Clubhouse. I was in a room a few months ago, and it was a room where allegedly these people who are A&Rs in the music industry were listening to music and telling people, you know, giving them advice or whatever. And I sat in there and I listened. It was probably like maybe 10 people or so played songs. Every song they said was a hit. That's a hit. Oh, that's a hit. And don't let a female go. Oh, if a girl went and she was even, it didn't have anything to do with her being pretty. If she looked like she had a body at all, oh, that's a hit. All the baddies follow me on Instagram, this, that, that, that. I was like, what type of fuck is this a fucking casting couch? What is this shit? First of all, outside of my own personal preference of music or what I think is a hit, because that is going to be subjective. Objectively, there's no way all of y'all have hits. There's no way all 10 of y'all just played different songs and all 10 of them are hits. That's number one. Then two, they, they, when the females got up there and they all hyping them up, oh, that's a hit. Yeah, you need to this, that, and the third. Oh, that's a bomb. Let the bitch play the song for 10 hours if she wanted to. Like, y'all just lose all your credibility of actually being who you say you are. 
because it's just you're not even giving real advice. You're just telling people shit is a hit, and if a girl goes, you're giving her a compliment because you're trying to hit. <coughs> then, so they put out these songs. Someone else goes up, and they play a song from an artist that they have as a young girl. song is really good. Beautiful song. The girl sings really well. The production is really well. They play the song, and it's crickets. Nobody has nothing to say. A couple minutes ago, all these people that were up on the panel was, could not shut the fuck up about this girl who was playing music. This next song come up, it's, about a, it's a young girl singing, so they can't sexualize her. It's a guy up there who is saying, hey, this is my artist, so they, what they're going to say to him. And the song is actually good. They, can't, they can gain nothing from this because it's already like, you got a good artist, you got good production, the song sounds great, it sounds mixed well, and we can't gain anything from the little girl because she's a child, so now they have nothing to say. Then someone was like, oh, I think it's okay. And then another person was like, oh, it's better than okay. It's amazing. You guys really got it set up. Fucking crickets. And I was like, see, this is why I don't, I don't even want to be in Clubhouse anymore. Because, like, y'all are not really about the shit that y'all say you're about. You're not really professionals. You're not really fucking pioneers. You don't really know what you're talking about. You're capping. You just want to feel important. So you make this room talking about, oh, well, I'm an A&R. And sure, you could be an A&R, but you must not be a one that's high up. Because this shit is, this is ridiculous. This same room, this same room, a well-known independent artist came in. She's a rapper. She's hella dope. She was very polite, very humble. Absolutely, like, I, I know of her. I listen to her music, but I know of her. And I think that she's a dope person in general. But she came in the room, and she was chilling, like, in the audience. And they saw she was in here. They immediately started kissing her ass. Oh, let me get your number. Let me hook up. Let's link up. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I fuck with your music heavily. Let's do work. Let's do this, that, and the third. Oh, my God. Yeah, every time they got the chance to praise her or tell her some bomb shit about herself, they did it. Like, the room was supposed to be about helping anybody in general who wanted to be in the music industry. The minute they saw her, the room came only about her and not at her behest because she was chilling. Even when they pulled her up on stage, she was real quiet. They said something to her, she would address it, but she was not trying to make it about her. But the minute they smelled a check or an opportunity, oh, they turned into the most fucking fanboys on the planet. Then... Um, I think she kind of like stepped out the room for a little bit. So here they go back to giving their fake ass advice. And someone comes up on stage and she's like, I'm going to bring my, f-. they, someone that the speakers knew, they, they knew her personally. She was like, this is my friend that I brought up on the stage with me to speak. She has an artist or she has a client who is an actress. She's on this TV show and, but her Instagram following does not, you know, represent the fact that she's an actress that is on a national television station and she needs she wants help on how to grow the little girl's audience as a child actor so when that was said then the people that were on the stage the men were like oh yeah we got you we got you hit me up after this i'm gonna show you this how to third how to get her audience where it needs to be right i asked the same question i have an artist she's a teenager she's making music we're trying to grow her audience what would be your suggestion on how to grow her audience best to get to so she can, you know, reach the people she needs to reach? Crickets. Crickets. They didn't have shit to say. But five minutes ago, you, oh, hit me up. Hit me up behind the scenes. I got a way to help you out. Get, get your girl some followers. All that shit is, man, listen, all these motherfuckers is bullshit. They really don't know what they're talking about. It's a lot of cap on Clubhouse. If you're up there for investing or some cryptocurrency, there's a lot of really knowledgeable people because I feel like the, the culture in that industry is very different from the culture in entertainment industries. But as far as music industry on Clubhouse, fuck all that. I, I don't even go in those rooms anymore. It's a waste of time to me because it's just people saying that they're in positions that they're not. There's too many people on Clubhouse who are up there for no fucking reason other than to just be a part of the club. They want to feel like they're a cool kid, so they got an invite. Like, people, I have, like, five invites sitting in my inbox right now for Clubhouse. I'm like, if it's supposed to be a kind of an exclusive, closed app where everybody can't get in it, like, they give me, I could do the bare minimum. 
I could just go in a room for a couple seconds. They'll give me a whole bunch of invites. Why are they giving so many invites out if it's supposed to be so exclusive? And then don't go on Twitter and type in Clubhouse. People selling their invitations. People just, just doing anything. Anybody could be on Clubhouse, which is, again, gives people who should not have access to people who are in, uh, you know, successful positions. They're giving them access to them. Someone who has the mindset of McDonald's and is going to be stuck in the mindset of McDonald's has no reason to be having a conversation with someone who has the mindset of fucking owning Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Those two mindsets are so vastly different, they can never understand each other. Someone who works at McDonald's is never going to understand what somebody who owns Amazon or makes that type of money is trying to teach them because their mindset is not there. So what the fuck are you doing on here? That's just my personal opinion, too. I'm sure people are probably going to be like, oh, my God, what do you mean? People don't need to have access to everything. People don't need to have access to everything and everybody. Sorry, there's a hierarchy here. And hierarchy is not, everybody's like, oh, you're... Your classes. It has nothing to do with your class. It has nothing to do with the way you look. It has nothing to do with how much money you have. The hierarchy is dependent on your mindset. All right. People who think like billionaires are billionaires because of that. People who are you know what? Let me not even get into this. Let me not even get into this because I can already hear the comments and I don't want to hear the shit. And like, it has nothing to do with your financial status. You're, if you are in a poverty mindset, if your mindset is I can never accomplish things because this is holding me back and this is holding me back and this won't let me be great and I can't do this, that mindset is never going to understand somebody who is like, you can do whatever you want. It doesn't matter how many obstacles there are. You can get over them. There's ways around them. You can be successful. You can do this. All of it depends on you. All of it is your decisions. Your success is solely based off decisions that you make regardless of what you may perceive as obstacles in your life. Those two mindsets will never understand each other unless the mindset that is always blaming their lack of success on everything else somehow has an awakening and realizes that their life, their world is their reality and is what they make of it. And they are where they are because of how they're thinking and decisions that they make. But you know what? We're Listen, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Let's not go there because y'all going to be real mad at me if I really go there. And I don't have the time for it today because like that's a lot of energy that I don't even want to think about y'all throwing at me. So let's not even go there. But you get the point. Moving forward, let's talk about the hot topic of this past week. The Gorilla Glue Lady. Now, if you don't know, which I don't know how you could possibly not know, but in case you don't know, there is a woman named Tessica Brown, I believe, and she decided that she wanted to wear her hair in a slick ponytail. Now, she usually uses the Got To Be Glued hairspray on her hair to hold her style in place. Now, hairspray is washable. It washes out. It's meant to go in your hair to hold your hairstyle. That's why it is called hair spray, right? Hair spray. Apparently, Tessica ran out of got to be glued. And instead of just letting her hairstyle wear as it normally would, or instead of going to the store to go grab some got to be glued, she decided that she could put Gorilla Glue spray adhesive in her hair and it will hold it for the day and then she would be able to wash it out later. Come to find out, bitch, super glue doesn't wash out, when you, especially when you spray it in your hair. So Miss Ma'am has had her hair literally glued to her scalp for the past month. And she decided to post a, a video to her Instagram explaining why her hair was the way it was, right? Which is whatever, all fine and good. She did something dumb as fuck, you know, her hair is glued to her head. Now, when I first saw it, it was literally the beginning of this whole situation. She had like maybe 2,000 followers on Instagram. And it was kind of like, dang, how could you be so stupid? I feel bad for you, but golly, that was dumb as fuck, right? Now it's been maybe maybe a week. It's getting close to, I think, a week since this, has, this whole thing has hit social media. This lady has over 600,000 followers. She has a manager now. She 
has a GoFundMe in which last time I checked, she was given over 17 grand. And she's going to a plastic surgeon in LA who was going to, I guess, undo what she did to her head for free, which is usually a $12,000 procedure, I, I guess. I've never, I've never heard of uh, professional hair glue removal, but I guess. And I have a problem with this for several reasons. Why are we rewarding people for doing stupid shit? Like, when did we start looking at people do stuff that is completely and utterly just dumb and go, you know what, let me reward you for being stupid as fuck. Let me do that. We're going to reward you for that. In what world are you rewarded for doing something stupid? Like, I don't understand. And people are like, oh, why are you mad that she's getting a come up? She's making a bag off of this. I'm upset because she's making a bag off of being dumb. Y'all love making stupid people famous. And I really don't understand why. I really don't understand why. I saw somebody on Twitter like, oh, y'all mad that she's uh, she's making a come up, but you really made a cultural appropriating little girl famous for saying, catch me outside, how about that? That was dumb as fuck too. But y'all gave her energy and made her famous. I never said it, like, we never said it was cool. She shouldn't have been famous for that dumb shit, especially not the way she was talking to her mother. But what do you, like... If y'all going to give her energy and give her followers and all that type of shit, what can you do? So Miss Tessica, who is, by the way, 40 years the fuck old. She's a grown-ass woman. And I'm not giving her age because I'm like, oh, oh, she's old? No, it has nothing to do with her being old. It has everything to do with her being an adult and understanding and looking at the can. There's nothing on that Gorilla Glue spray adhesive can that would suggest that it's okay to put in your hair. First of all, I said it's not safe for skin. Skin and hair is made out of the same thing, so why would you put it on your hair? Also, it says on it, heavy duty. I have never seen a hairspray describe itself as heavy duty. Maybe there is one out there, but all the ones that are sold in beauty supply stores in America usually go by how strong the hold is. It will go strong hold, flexible hold, extra strong hold, never heavy duty hold, okay? And then on top of that, the shit says, oh, it can be used on glass, on metal, on fabric. What type of hairspray can would tell me that? Like, there's just no justifiable reason for for her fucking gluing her hair to her head. And now I'm hearing that she's going to try to sue Gorilla Glue. At what point did we just stop holding people accountable for their own actions? When did that fucking start happening? You can just sue anybody for anything nowadays. If I get in my car and I'm like, I want to stop driving my car right now. And I crash that shit into a fucking pole because I didn't feel like using the brakes. I can't sue the damn light company. They're like, you're, you're dumb as shit for running your car into the damn pole. Now you got to deal with that. Also, you got to pay for this pole being fucked up. And you got to pay for your hospital expenses. You don't get a pat on the back for being dumb. This woman set up a GoFundMe account. She didn't even have a, the respect for y'all's intelligence to put an about me in the GoFundMe. It's literally like four or five just dots. No information. No Oh, you know, I'm going to use it because I need help with medical bills. Oh, you know, just, you know, I need it so I can pay for the days that I'm not going to be working. Nope. Just four dots. And she was asking for $1,500. And y'all gave her over seventeen grand for gluing her own hair to her head. For knowingly using glue. That is not for your hair on her head. Y'all gave her $17,000, over 500,000 followers, and a manager. Also, what the fuck does she need a manager for? What is she going to be doing, club appearances? She going to be doing club appearances because she glued her head to her hair? And then apparently she's a, uh, 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 she owns a daycare. I hope 
those people watch their kids because if you're going to glue your own head to your hair, I can't imagine that you actually are watching my child because that is some shit that a two-year-old would do. You are a grown-ass woman and you dead-ass super glued your hair to your head. Like, what? And I think it's weird that people who are like, oh, you know, I feel like the social media is being too hard on her. What do you mean social media is being too hard on her? This is real life. Like, real life, people are hard on you for doing stupid shit. You want me to pat her on the back and feel bad for her for her knowingly put some shit in her head that she shouldn't have put in her head? Are you serious? Are you serious? Are you serious? Are y'all going to feel bad for me if I knowingly put my hand on top of a hot stove knowing that that shit is hot and I shouldn't put my hand there? So when I get a third degree burn on my hand, are y'all giving me $17,000 and feeling bad for me? Or are y'all going to be like, why the fuck would you do that? It's fucking hot. Everybody knows it's hot. You're not supposed to put your hand on the stove. The stove doesn't have a don't put your hand on the eye fucking uh, warning because everybody knows it's fucking hot. And so for her to be like, oh, I'm going to sue Gorilla Glue because it doesn't say it's not for hair. Bitch, use your brain. Use your brain. So now, now not only are we one people for doing stupid shit, people are not taking accountability for their actions. And now like we're just, we're just negating the whole idea of thinking now. We got to put literally step by step like everybody just can't think and realize like, okay, common sense would say this says on it, not safe for skin. This says permanent bond. This says it's for glass. So I definitely shouldn't put it on my hair. No, we got to put, don't put in your hair. Don't eat it. You grown ass fucking adult. Don't eat the glue. Don't put it in your hair. Don't put it on your skin because y'all don't know how to think for yourselves. Come the fuck on. Are you serious? This is just like the lady who sued, what was it, Starbucks or McDonald's because they gave her a hot coffee and she burned herself and she was mad and sued them and won because the cup didn't say hot on it. Did you not touch the cup? Did you not ask for hot coffee? Did you not realize that hot means hot? But you, she really sued them and won because the cup didn't say it's hot on it. We're rewarding people for doing stupid shit. And then, oh, people want to be mad because the Kardashians are famous. Oh, they don't do nothing. They don't do nothing. Y'all made them famous. Here's the thing. People who are famous, who have clout, celebrities, they can only be celebrities if the people give them attention. It's not like a doctor or a lawyer. You don't have to pay attention to a doctor or a lawyer for them to make money as a doctor or a lawyer. Celebrities, if, they, if people are not paying attention to them, people not buying their stuff, people not following them on Instagram, they are no longer a celebrity. They're not making that money. They become irrelevant. So when you start giving energy and money and follows to these people, it makes them famous. If you don't want them to be famous, stop paying attention to them. Stop following them on Instagram. Stop all that shit. I have... I cannot, for the life of me, understand why 6,000 people decided to follow this woman. For what? And do not say for updates of what's going on with her hair. Because just about every social media uh, news station, I guess you could say, is covering it. Shade Room's covering it. Baller Alert's covering it. TMZ is covering it. If you Google Gorilla Glue Spray, the story comes up. So you don't need to follow her to get updates. And her page is not private. So you can literally just go to her page and look at her page and see what she's saying without following her. What did you follow her for? What entertainment value is she giving to you since she glued her hair to her head? For what? For what? For what? For what? For what? Is she giving you fashion? I know she's not giving you hair advice. Is she an entertainer? Is she a comedian now? She'd be a manage for what? She's not doing hair. She's going to show up with the shit glued to her head. She's going to come around in a costume of her hair being glued to her head every day. And you're going to be like, oh, that's the lady who glued her hair to her head. Let's pay her five racks for existing in this space with us. Like, what? <coughs> then people, looking at the comments on Twitter... Talking about, oh, if you have a little extra money, I don't see why you wouldn't give it to her. I don't see why this, that, and the third. 
Why are you giving her money for being stupid? I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Why are you giving her money for being stupid? Why do you feel like you need to give her a little extra for being stupid? Because you just want to be a part of the viral viral moment? If you really want to give your extra money to somebody who needs some help, take your ass on the GoFundMe front page, right? At the bottom, they have um, fundraisers that are mostly children who have medical issues who need help with medical fucking uh, bills. So why not give the money to children who, can, who could not have decided that they wanted to have cancer, they couldn't decide that they wanted to have some type of sickness when they were born, they can't even work to pay for their own bills. Family probably struggling to stay afloat while trying to keep this child healthy. Why don't you give them some money? They, they deserve it. You can go right on GoFundMe, go to a little, the little menu, and it goes fundraiser for, and you can choose medical. There's plenty of people up there who are fighting diseases that they had no choice in having, who cannot afford the medical bills, who cannot afford to work while they're doing this, who could use the money that you gave this dumb bitch for gluing her hair to her head. Y'all want to feel bad for her for doing some shit that she knew she shouldn't have done. I do not feel bad for her. And I'm not going to feel bad for her. She did something stupid. People do stupid shit all the time. Yep, that is true. But no, people don't get fucking rewarded for it. And let me tell you how this shit is already impacting people. People know that motherfuckers are dumb and are always looking to be a part of a viral moment. I was on Twitter this morning. This lady talking about some, y'all, I did something stupid. I permed my pubic hair. Then she going to say, she got like on a diaper because I'm assuming she burned herself because a relaxer slash perm is a relaxer though, is a chemical that is used to straighten your hair. She going to say, oh, the box should say on it, not for use on pubic hair. What the fuck are you putting a relaxer on your pubic hair for? For what reason? Why are you relaxing your pubic hair? Oh, because you, you see that this lady glued her hair to her head knowing that she shouldn't have. And she got 17 racks. And she's getting all these followers. So now you're trying to follow suit. And you're trying to get a lawsuit too. Oh, the, the, the hair relaxer box doesn't say not for pubic hair. Common sense says it doesn't go in your fucking vagina, woman. Are you serious? But this is the type of shit that we foster when we allow people to do stupid shit and get rewarded for it. It is a terrible, terrible, terrible fucking cycle. There are many people right here, uh, right now who have clout and energy and pool and all that shit that should not because they got famous for doing dumb shit. We pay attention to the stupidest fucking people. For what? Y'all giving her 17 grand. Like, and I truly feel like people who try to start businesses that, um, that need like social media or whatever, the reason why a lot of people struggle is because they're too fucking smart. If a lot of people were just a lot dumber with the way they handled their business and the way that they held themselves on social media, they'd be a lot more successful because the general public doesn't like smartness. They don't like smart people. They want to reward people for being stupid. And that pisses me the fuck off. I hate stupid shit. I cannot, hate, I cannot stand stupid shit, especially when I know that you know better than to do the stupid shit. But here we go. I can't wait to see how this lawsuit plays out. Motherfucker, really on Twitter, this dude who claims he's a lawyer. I don't know what bar exam he passed, but he really going to get up there talking about some old Gorilla Glue. Your thing did not say that it wasn't for hair. You have, you're going to be held liable. You should have given her a sponsorship or something, but you didn't. So now you're going to have to pay. What? Give her a sponsorship for using our fucking hardware glue incorrectly on her head? And now you want to sue us because she did it? And she knew. She knew that she was supposed to use, use it on her head. But I'm supposed to give her a check. Get the fuck out of here. What's wrong with y'all? What's wrong with y'all? For real, for real, for real. What's wrong with y'all? Why do y'all like to make stupid people and stupid shit famous? Like, well, for real. There's plenty of people out here who are intelligent, who have great business ideas, who could use some of the money that y'all gave to this woman, who could use some of the support that y'all gave to this woman, and y'all would rather just put your energy towards people who have no right, 
having it. She did nothing that deserves any positive uh, response to it. I'm not wishing bad on her, but for people to really run around and say we should feel bad for her, she's been through enough, she deserves this money, we should give her some money for some shit that she knowingly did to herself is absolutely beyond me. If I burned my house down today because I was like, oh, well, it was cold, so I figured I could set a little part of the house on fire and then put it out later so I could warm the house up, then y'all would be like, are you retarded? Y'all would really question my mental ability if I had some type of mental disorder. Nobody was going to put together a GoFundMe and give me no type of money. Nobody was going to pay, uh, was going to refer, what's the word, not refer, but no one was going to repair my house for free. Like, none of that was going to happen because what I did was stupid and re- deserves stupid responses. It deserves the consequences that comes with being stupid. Like, I don't want to hear shit from anybody anymore complaining about who's a celebrity, who's famous, and who's not. If you don't want somebody to be famous, then y'all know what to do. Stop paying attention to them. Stop letting them get away with this stupid shit. Stop giving them all this clout. I can't wait to see what type of shit... Oh my God, imagine, oh my God, okay, all right, and this shit, y'all heard it here first, so if it happens, it means I want a check. Imagine she has a manager, because this bitch is about to come out with a line of fucking hair glue. She, they really trying to capitalize off, and she gonna make hair glue. Imagine, imagine. And you dumbasses are gonna go buy it, too. Y'all gonna go buy her fucking hair glue. I hate I hate it here. I hate stupid shit. I hate this dumb shit. I hate the fact that dumb people get fucking patted on the back for being dumb. This is so fucking dumb. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. Call me a hater. You can say, oh, why you don't want her? Because it's, it's, people shouldn't be rewarded in for, being, for doing this type of shit. People should not be able to not take accountability for their own actions. People should not be feeling sad for shit that someone did to themselves knowingly. If I go drink a glass of bleach, knowing that I'm not supposed to drink bleach, y'all not going to feel sorry for me. So, make it make sense. Anyways, listen y'all, if y'all want to talk about this, y'all want uh, me to elaborate on some things, I don't know, do I have a comment section? Y'all know where I'm at on Instagram, at LaysiaBangs, L-A-Y-S-I-A-B-A-N-G-Z, if you got something to say. However, do not think that you're going to be in my comments arguing with me, because I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not here to change your mind, I'm not here to make you think a certain way, and you're not here to, I'm, you're not here for me to tell you how to think, or how to think a certain way. I would hope that you think for yourself, and your opinions are, are your own, and not just what I'm saying. So if you get in my comments section trying to argue with me, I'm not going to argue with you because I'm here to say what I want to say and keep it pushing, not to argue with you and not to have a back and forth debate. If you want to, we want to have a respectful, calm conversation, want me to elaborate on how I feel about some things, by all means, say what you got to say. I have no problem talking to you. But if you think you're going to be in my comments talking to me crazy, arguing, you can get the hell on. Anyways, y'all have a good day. I'll talk to you later. Bye.